Welcome to our podcast. We're your hosts, Annie and Mariah. We're unraveling life one conversation at a time, and we'll leave nothing left unsaid. All right, you guys, here we are. It's our first ever interview, and I am so excited for today's guest. I mean, she really does it all. Like, there's so many things that she does, and it just leaves me in awe. Thank you so much for coming in today. I'm so happy to have you here. It's me, guys. (laughs) It's me, Annie, and I'm so happy to be here. I am so happy to be here. We are just going to interview each other because we didn't want to formally interview anybody just yet because we're just still testing the waters and everything. So we figured let's just interview each other because there's a lot yeah. that – And also, too, like the listener, like they get to know us better. Right. It puts us more on like a personal level with right. them get where they feel a little bit more insight about our lives. Yeah. So I think exactly. it's cool. Yeah, definitely because I'm sure there's some things about you that are going to fascinate me. And vice versa. I'm just – I'm so excited for this episode, honestly, just for my personal <laughs> – I feel so honored, you guys. <laughs> There's a I lot of shit. I'm gonna, everything about there's you. a lot of shit I'm about to tell you. So literally, take some freaking notes. <laughs> she does. She does so many things. I don't know. I guess we'll just start off right off the bat with the obvious. What do you do? Give us a little timeline of what came first and lay it on me. All right. So, hey guys, I'm Annie. I <laughs> I do a lot of fucking things okay (laughs) it stresses me out thinking about all the things i'm sweating thinking about it so i do a lot of things i do them all willingly and a lot of people think i'm crazy but i thrive off of it um so starting off with my main thing which everything everything i do is my main thing but whatever so i'm a licensed esthetician i became licensed in 2016 and i started my business when i lived overseas So that's where I began um, operating for myself, for myself. Um, Income for this business was what paid my bills. I transitioned back to the States um, a couple of years after living overseas, and I started working on weddings. So as an esthetician, I'm trained in lash extension, spray tanning. I do um, waxing, facials. I do a whole bunch of things. So uh, right now, though, I just changed my business to focus on weddings and special events because as I go on with my list, you'll you'll start to realize why I had to focus in on those weddings and special events because I just have too many other things going on. Mm-hmm. Plus, I... Me personally, I make most of my revenue off of weddings and events. So I figured why not just hone in my craft? I've been doing too much for too long with my aesthetic business. I think it's time to just dwindle it down to what I feel most passionate about. Right. So that's what I did with that. And I still am I still am a working esthetician. I work on weddings. I have a wedding tomorrow. I'm doing weddings all the time. Um, so I'm also a dance teacher. I began dancing when I was two years old and I currently work at a studio that I danced with when I was a senior in high school and it's a great studio, amazing faculty and students. And this is, this is my full-time job. My aesthetic job is a little bit side hustle right now. Um, but I can also make that full-time whenever I need to, because I am my own boss. So aside from that, um, I also am a cheerleading coach. When I moved back from Germany, I received a call from a high school and they offered me the position of the head cheerleading coach. So I was like, uh, this is crazy, but I love cheerleading. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to take it. (laughs) So yeah, I took it. And I ended up going to California like two days or no. 
I ended up going to California the next day for like two weeks and I did all of my training for coaching online. Oh my God. And while I was on vacation, I did all my training and then I came back to New York and then the next day I started the season. Oh my God. So like I had to figure out all tryout stuff, like all material, yeah. all like routines and everything right. within like two weeks. It was crazy. Um, and then I found out I was pregnant. So <laughs> a lot going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then aside from that, I've also – I also have a second business that I started during COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was jobless. I was yeah. jobless. I couldn't do makeup on people. So I'm like, what can I do to make money? And that's always my mindset is yeah. what can, what more can I do to make more money? Yeah. How can I fully support myself? And – my child. So I was jobless and I was just like itching for doing something. And I always wanted to create some type of like clothing or brand, Mm -hmm. something totally separate than my aesthetic business. So that's why I started Luca and Co. Um, The name obviously comes from my son. And in Co. So cute. So cute. I I really love it. And um, actually the and Co. part came because my, my original mind set my thought process was that I was hoping if Luca and Co got bigger than what it is now that eventually if I ever had people working for me yeah. it would be and Co because yeah. I'd have more than myself right and also too if it got bigger then Luca would have something that he could be like oh this is my business too right so I was just really th- I was just really thinking, thinking ahead during <laughs> really COVID, like really thinking <laughs> well, ahead because no one knew anything at that point in time so you kind of yeah. had to I'm like I don't know what's gonna go on in a year from now yeah. so let me just do what I know I can do right now right exactly. so I bought so much equipment so many tools and whatnot and I just like started that business mm-hmm. and you've been very supportive of it yeah. so as you know. Um, all of the products were very mental health oriented. A couple of things were a little bit just like for fun, but, um, my very first item that I released was just a hand dyed crew neck. I I had it available in blue and pink. And that was to this day, it's like my best selling item. Mm -hmm. And it was called the deep breath crew neck. And I had the text that said, take a deep breath on the left wrist. Because I wanted to make sure that when people were holding their phones or when they were driving on, you know, holding the steering wheel or when they were picking something up, they would have that reminder to like just take a deep breath. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I thought that's just where you wanted to place it. No, no I that's like, really it was smart. very purposeful. Yeah. It was it's, very intentional. Wow. Yeah. I feel that now. Now I yeah. really love that crew neck. Oh, yeah. That's why I, I wear it all the time. Oh, my yeah. God. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like going through a lot mentally yeah. and I was just like, I need a reminder. Right. So I can't be the only one who needs a reminder. Well, and too, as like girls, like I always wipe my tears with like my oh, wrist too. sleeves. So like oh, when you go I to like I mean, I was also like... wiping my own tears. Yeah. So I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But my mindset was like I, everybody touches their phone. Yeah. I literally want someone to hold their phone and see it. and see that message on their wrist. Oh, so perfect. just give them a quick reminder, like just take a deep oh, breath. I love that. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's why that's see? why I started that's it. Something new. So with Luca and Co, I have currently kind of put it on halt because Luca and Co is like a side, side, side business. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that I love, but mm-hmm. I'm also not the kind of person where I'm gonna do something if I don't feel all in it. Yeah. And because my life just got so hectic this past summer, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna put it off to the side. Mm-hmm. and I'll come back to it. Oh, you are going to go back oh, to it. Oh, for sure. I'm going to come yeah. back to it. So I do have an Instagram page. It's Shop Luca and Co. But recently I did shut down the website because I didn't want to get any more orders. Yeah. So I'm still taking orders, but it's through just DMs right now. Mm-hmm. But I was 
I decided, you know what, I'm probably going to release another item or come back to it when Small Business Saturday comes around. So another item that was one of my really good selling items is just my Keep It Local Mm t-shirt. So I had this cute t-shirt. I had tote bags that said Keep It Local. Um, I love that quote. So I love simple, supporting so cute. Local. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I had that t-shirt and I started that during small business Saturday of last year. And that's the Saturday after black Friday, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. It's in November. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that like flew off the shelves. My someone that I will mention actually briefly in a little bit, she owns her own store. So she took a bunch of my items and like sold them or had them in her store as like giveaway items for small business Saturday. Which is so great. So awesome. Like small businesses just supporting one another. Yeah. I love that. Like yeah. girl power too. Cause it was woman owned. Yeah. Exactly. So she so incredibly like asked me for my product to put in her store and I was so excited about it. So Luca and Co. like has had a really great run and I will come back to it. I just love to be creative and that really is a great outlet. But behind Luca and Co. there's a lot more that goes into it. It's not just here's a picture of an item and then all the items are made. Everything yeah. was made to order. Right. So I would buy all the product and then, you know, if something wouldn't sell, I would have bulk inventory yeah. and I'm just like, ugh, this item didn't do so hot. Yeah. You know, this tea didn't do as good as the crew neck did. Right. So I need to like rethink. And it was a lot of like planning, designing. Everything I did, like, had intention behind it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure it was worthy. But then I started realizing I was getting burnt out from all yeah. of the things I was doing. That's that, a lot, especially when you're doing it mainly by yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just a one-girl show. Like, yeah. there's no – I don't have any help behind me doing it. So I was making the orders. Any order that had to be tie-dyed or, or bleached, I had to wash the orders. Then I had to wait for them to dry. And then I had to put the stuff on it, package it, yeah. print shipping labels. Yeah. All of that just, like – it's not just like package and it's like not cute stuff that you have to do so i i love packaging items and doing all of that but part of me was just like i gotta put this on hold because my customers just aren't even getting my best Mm -hmm. self yeah so i feel like because i was i am so very mental health oriented with luca and co that everybody that supports that business and follows me online also was kind of understanding i never really fully said that online but I did say that I was making some website changes and I am a little burnt out. Yeah. So just know that my DMs are open for custom orders. But basically right now, just like I'm not putting anything new out. Right. So that's what I did with that. And then something I started doing this year, which <laughs> this is – I said Luca & Co. is like a side, side, side business. Okay, but here we this go. This is like a side, 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 side business. <laughs> I don't even have a business for this. It's just me doing it for people because I just enjoy doing it. I do. I have, you know, gotten paid for it on occasion, but I just do it because I enjoy helping. And um, that is just helping businesses with their branding. So I – I feel like you're just so good at it. You're just so I creative. I just enjoy and, it. Yeah. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. I just love to create stuff. Like me creating is me in my happy space. And that could be me dancing because I'm creating with my body or like me with Luca and Co. I'm physically creating clothing or like me with my aesthetic business. I'm creating, I'm putting makeup on your face. Like I'm being. And sure. Yeah. Your jobs are very creative based. They're all different. Artistic. Yeah. Yeah. Like every single one of them is like artsy in their own way. Yeah. And I've always been that way. And so with this branding, um, you know, it's not, it's. I wouldn't even say that it's a job because it doesn't pay for anything. It's just like, oh, here's like some money once in a while. But um, it's not even about like the money for me. It's just that I enjoy doing it. I like to create cohesive content for people. And um, so 
yeah, the branding stuff like doesn't give me a steady income for bills and that kind of thing, but it helps me create something for other businesses to kind of feed the rest of their business into it. So yeah. like right now I'm helping a company with a new website. Mm-hmm. So once I do that website for them, they'll have like this whole new thing. I also they wanted to change the name of their company, so I'm working I worked with them on how to like create logos and sub logos mm-hmm. and implement that in their website yeah. and like having a cohesive color palette because if your if your color palette is like red, white, and blue, but you're posting purples, greens, and oranges, yeah. it's like nothing's cohesive with right, that. Right. So my job with the branding is just to step in and be like, hey, why don't we tweak this a little bit? Right. That way everything flows better together. Yeah. So that's what I do with the branding. And then last but not least, on occasion, like occasion, occasion. Are you sick of me talking? No, I feel like it's not an occasion, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's a little more frequent than that, but. <laughs> on occasion, um, there's this really awesome store that I model for. It's um, like boutique style and I do it whenever I can, but it's just once in a, I feel like nowadays it's like once in a blue moon. Yeah. Actually, the, the, I guess she's my boss. It's so funny to say that because she doesn't feel like a boss. But um, when it comes to that modeling stuff that I do, she just changed it to where we only meet once a month to Mm. do photos. We do like batch work. So we'll do photos on one day for like the whole month. Yeah. And um, before that, it was every week and then it changes to biweekly. So it depends on the season. But right Mm -hmm. now, because it's transitioning into fall, we're going to do once a month. So I don't see her for a couple of weeks. And I actually missed out on the last session that we did because it conflicted with my schedule. But I do get paid for it. It is part of my income. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And then like creating with that, it is creative, but it's also like I'm helping out another business. Right. And I love doing that. And it's a business that I fully support. Like, I love this company. I love the owner of it. I love the people that work for her. Well, and especially since she tied in your business. Yeah, and she's just, like, great. Yeah, Yeah. she's a great person. So, um, yeah, when it comes to just, like, jobs in general, I've always been the type of person where I feel like it's very crucial to have more than one source of income. Yeah. I don't – I mean, if you're somebody that has one source of income, that's fine. But I – it's always good to have extra. Yeah. Like what if my aesthetic business just could never happen again? Mm-hmm. Then I would have no money. Yeah. So now I have <laughs> seven other options yeah. to go <laughs> off of. So, you know, not all jobs are equal as far as like – I'm that not going to talk about like payment and income yeah. specifics, but – as far as like all of those jobs go, like they're not all full-time jobs. Yeah. Like the modeling gig is like one time a month. Right. That's not paying my bills. Right. You know, the Luca and Co, that stuff I kind of put on holds a month ago. Right. So I haven't really gotten income from that in a mm-hmm. month. Um, so right now my 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 full-time job is I'm a dance teacher, I'm a cheerleading coach, and then I work weddings. Yeah. So those are what Which I, I guess do. I understand why you have so many job titles because – Thinking just on my profession really quick, um, yeah, if I lost my job today, oh, well, but there's a million other different places I can go right. with my one job title. Exactly. So in your – I could maybe do that. Your end, yeah, but just, on your end, because you've got so many different titles though, like you have to have – you don't have to, but because you have so many different job titles and so many different things that you do, it's like if one fails, you got to put more energy into the other mm-hmm. one and – Vice versa. But. There is a quote, though, I will share from one of the dance teachers that works at the studio that I am on the faculty of. And she 
has always been like a mentor to me. Mm-hmm. Her name's Corinne. I don't know if she's listening, but if you are, I literally love you. <laughs> and she's just so such an incredible human being. She t- she told me this quote last year, and it was that you're the king of all trades, but or you're the jack of all trades. Hold on, you're the jack of all trades, but the king of none. And wow. that that quote like really hit me because. Yeah. At the time, I was teaching at the studio, but I was coming in, rushing out, coming in, rushing out. Like, I was never fully there because I was always thinking of where I needed to be next. Yeah. So even though I just listed a million things that I do, I'm now in a much better mindset where I'm not overexerting my energy. Where I was coming to teach these kids, but, like, my focus wasn't there because I was mentally elsewhere. And that's not good for the kids or for me. Right. And so she, like – kind of like sat down and was like what the fuck is going on like like, can you please get your shit together because I can visibly see that like you're not doing okay right and I was just like I gotta do this I gotta do that like I'm a single mom I gotta get all this shit done and Mm -hmm. she's like but you're not putting 100% at anything right and I'm like oh my god you're right Mm -hmm. and that really hit me because I always want to be 100% at everything but how can I work 27 jobs and Give it your 100%. Give 100 to everything. Literally one job's getting 20, one job's getting 30, one job's getting like five. So that, like I said, I know that it sounds like a lot that I'm doing, but also when it comes to these jobs, my coaching job is not all year long. No, it's not. My coaching job is seasonal. So I'm only a cheerleading coach from the end of August to the end of February. Yeah. That's less than half the year. Right. So I am doing that job. For half the year. Well, what am I doing the rest of the year? I can take more clients if I need to. So say wedding season picks up. There's always – You've got a good balance. I do have a good balance. Right, I will say I did in a year ago. I did in a year before that. But right now I think I have a pretty steady balance where I am better at just handling everything. Yeah, and some things get more attention. I'm also learning to say no. If I can't do something, I'm not going to do something. I feel like you're a very very much a yes person. I am – it's hard for you to say no. I am, but also too, I, I'm not gonna do something for work that I'm not passionate about. Right. So every job that I have is something I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Where if we're gonna really just narrow it down, we're gonna talk about like, I'm an esthetician, I'm a dance teacher, I'm a cheerleading coach. Thankfully, dance teacher and cheer coach like kind of go hand in hand they're very similar they're obviously not at the same location so I do travel to two different locations to do that but I'm also aside from the dance teaching job I'm also self-employed really when it comes to the coaching job and the aesthetic job Mm -hmm. yeah I have to follow rules and guidelines of the school and the league and all that stuff but I can really set my schedule when I need to and that's really beneficial for me especially just like being a mom in general. But the dance teaching job, if we're going to narrow it down to anything right now, that is my full-time job. Yeah. That is like my full-time job, what my main focus is right now, Um, which is one of the main reasons why I pulled back from my aesthetic job. Yeah. Because I can always go back to being an esthetician more if I need to. Right. But that's why I focus on weddings because my weddings are on the weekends. I don't work weekends at my other jobs. Mm -hmm. So it balances out and I still, believe it or not, I still have time to take care of my child somehow some way <laughs> some way shape or form <laughs> she finds we're here be the best mom ever so i know i was gonna say so like looking at the different jobs that you have you do have jobs that have like pre-written descriptions for how you're supposed to operate mm-hmm. at that position and then you have your own business so you're your own boss you can do what you want right which do you prefer do you prefer to have it's i know hard. it's like it's different for each it's hard so i 
because I'm very much so a person like tell me what to do where I need to go yeah and it's hard so it. I've owned my own business since 2016 which what is that like five years mm-hmm. right at this point six years or something yeah. that's a long time and I will full-blown tell you that last September so September 2020 to January 2021 I worked at a doctor's office because I oh my still God, I forgot about that yes and let Awful. me tell you, it was living hell. If you work at a doctor's office, that's Kudos. fine. Kudos, Kudos to you. To you. Because... I will never do that shit again. Mm-mm. Nightmare. Nightmare. The people I worked with were nice. But when it came to just like me as a person, it's just not where I belonged. Yeah. And it was very difficult for me to quit because I've never quit a job before. But I put my two weeks in and I ended up just like trying to really pick up more hours doing my aesthetic job. Mm-hmm. And it ended up working out and I was fine. But it was really hard for me to do that. But it was very difficult for me to work for somebody for so less yeah. than what I was making on my own. I'm just like like you being such a creative person that just doesn't touch on your creative outlet at all. So you're just right. I'm sitting. I was sitting sitting at at a desk, desk. staring at a computer, and I truly give so much credit to people that do that every single day as their job. I truly, truly do because it's just not something that was made for me, and I had to step away from that because I was just like, no, I, I, this isn't, this isn't. Yeah. part of my story i'm not i'm not working here any longer but I'm, I'm glad were, i did it i was gonna say at least you were able to identify that yeah like you tried something out of your element just because you know you needed the extra money right and you're like no this is not for me so like now you know what you want yeah. when you're working um because i was gonna say you know if you were to only pick one job what, what would it be would you be able to do one that is just so one. Hard. Would you be able to do just Never. one job do you think Never. it was a full-time job Yes. You could do whatever you wanted with it. Mm. You got paid decent and it was just that one job. You wake up, go to your job, do your job, come back home, take care of your child. That's really difficult. Because you haven't been in that situation. So I feel like – I've never been in that situation. I've never worked one job. Like that's my life. Like when I wake up on a day that I have to work because I don't work every day, I'm like, ugh. It's crazy though because – there are so many times where I I really wish that was my my life. Yeah, but I don't I don't thrive in that. I was environment. gonna say I feel like at the same time you get very. I bored. actually get like depressed if yeah. that's my environment. Yeah, I feel it's unmotivated. Like very routine and yeah, like- I like routine though. But I also it's it's difficult when you work for yourself for so many years and then you work for somebody else. You're just like, huh? Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? I I can't do this. Right. And it almost I don't want to come across as conceited, but sometimes it feels like. I just know my worth yeah. and I'm not telling – I am not telling somebody who's listening right now to go start their own business because that shit is hard work. I cannot even imagine. There were so I've many – I've tried. There were so many days I would go to work and like not have clients. I would yeah. go to work and just like when I worked at an old salon, I would go to work. I would sit there for hours waiting waiting for somebody to call or come in and I would just – I'd make no money. I would be wasting money because I – was going you're I'd, paying for like a rent. I'd have to pay yeah. to be there that right. day. But I'd be losing money. So, like, I'm not making anything. I'm just out, like, 300 bucks, yeah, basically, is, like, insane. what's going on. Yeah. So, it's a lot of trial and error, but it definitely takes a, the right type of person to be a business owner. It's so difficult, though. But when it comes to – I don't I don't think I could pick one job because I need to be moving my body, doing something. So – and like something different every something day. Something different. Like it's fun to go from like a coaching job and then to like sit down and like do lashes or mm-hmm. makeup. Like it's fun. It keeps the it keeps my life like not stagnant. Everything yeah. is like and your energy is just transferred better to the and things it keeps, that like Yeah, it keeps me from not 
getting burnt out right. by one thing. Exactly. Yeah, there's days where I feel like, oh my god, I just need a break from everything, mm-hmm. and that's when I, you know, for I'm fortunate enough that I once wedding season is over, I do have my weekends off and they're to myself again. So like once October comes around, I'll have more free time, like end of October. Mm-hmm. But um, for right now, it's been very go 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 weddings every weekend, um, teaching classes like my cheerleading season started so I'm like kind of all over the place right now but for me that's how I like it yeah and I don't have an answer to that question well that's all right I wish I did and that's okay but like so just looking back on everything if you could do a redo Hmm. I'm gonna reframe that question yeah have a redo would you still choose the same career path that you have now with multiple jobs you know if I could go back and do a lot of things differently I probably would have pursued I would have pursued dance way harder. Well, that was my that was my thought yeah. process. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I got married. I moved away. I had a child. Mm-hmm. Currently going through a lot of things that don't involve, you know, marriage or yeah. whatever. Right. So my life has taken a very um, drastic shift, which I'm – at this point in my life, I am grateful for where I am right now. Because I am, like, the strongest I've ever been. But if there is one thing I do – I don't want to say regret because that's such a sad term. But I do wish that I put – I didn't – I wish that I didn't put my dance dream off to the side. Yeah. Because I wanted to kind of make other people happy and do a bunch of other things. Like, would you have owned your own studio? No, no. No? Your girl would be like Pitbull's backup dancer or some shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like really oh, like really it. pursuing dance. Wow. Like, no, I, I never have wanted to open up a dance studio. Yeah. Ever. I mean, it's come across my mind, but I just was like, I want to be a backup dancer. I want to be in a music video. I want to yeah. be on tour. I want to be freaking Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. I want to be the VMAs. Like, that's what I want yeah. to do. That's like still what I would love to do. Right. If I'll ever get there, I don't know. I'm trying to like work my life back to that know. point you, you never know. know never say never um that would be amazing that is like my freaking dream if i think about so if that was the one job that you could if have that was then, the one job i could have it would go. be dance it'd be doing that and being on tour and yeah and maybe maybe and like if that was my life and it shifted a little bit like choreographing mm-hmm. or just being like um the head dance person on set to yeah. just like visualize things yeah, and yeah. set pieces yeah. so like a choreographer but it's a little bit different um but that is what i would want that's my that's my dream job yeah so are you working towards that i'm trying i it's different now when you're older i mean i'm not that old but when you dance i feel like there's a certain time frame that you have um so i want to pretend like that's not real and it's just a figment of my imagination but your body changes i've had a child so my body just doesn't work the way it used to. Right. Like if we're going to get into details, like my right side of my rib cage is like way different than it used to be. So things are really? uncomfortable. Yeah, oh it's weird. God. Things are uncomfortable. So I obviously I'm a dance teacher. So I still dance. I'm a cheer coach. So I still move with my cheerleaders and like choreograph stuff for them. But when it comes to me dancing, I'm trying to just like be more – I'm trying to slowly ease myself back into it because at this point – yeah, it's a rush when it comes to age, but also I think if I really just focus and do it right this time, mm-hmm. that even if I was to pursue that dream when I'm 29, 30, I mean, yeah. there's, don't get me wrong, there's professional dancers that are like 40. 40s, yeah. So I'm not saying that I'm never going to dance again, but I think that me right now, I just need to go at a slower pace where I really focus on the journey rather than just like sprinting to get to the finish yeah, line. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's 
really amazing. All yeah. the things that you do. I hope one day you become a backup dancer because I would be like, I know her. Uh-huh. We have a podcast. <laughs> I'm going That'd to Pebbles concert. I would just love to like the just like dance and that whole world. Like I thrive. I truly thrive off of that energy. Yeah. Um. That like the dance world can bring. So it all that that world also comes with a lot of other feelings too. But mm-hmm. that that for sure is like something I've just always. Would anybody say, that knows me knows that. Yeah, I was gonna say. Would you say it's your most rewarding job? Yeah, performing is just like so. Like you just love it so. I much. mean, watching performance of cheerleaders dancers like watching them execute something that you've taught them is just yeah. like such a great feeling being yeah. like oh my god like i freaking taught them that yeah they listened to me they did what i told them to do and then they executed it brilliantly yeah I it's the that. same thing with performing myself like there's no better feeling than being on a stage and like putting this performance on this seeing dance your or whatever come to life seeing yeah. your vision come to life like the crowd clapping for you and like just that feeling you get on stage of just entertaining it's not even about entertaining. It's just it's just the feeling that you get when you're on stage. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Well, it's something that you thrive off of. Thanks. Clearly. I love watching you dance. It's Aww. so amazing. If you guys have not seen Annie dance, definitely go check out her Instagram. Scroll down a little bit because oh she's got God. a ton of dance videos on there. But, I do. I have um, a link tree. I think my – I have a dance Instagram page. Oh, There's yeah. not very much on it, but I, I do like – it's kind of like a diary. I just like keep some stuff on there. So. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming in today. I was already <laughs> supposed to be here anyway. <laughs> Being our first guest that we interview. I feel like it didn't go as bad as – I didn't think it was going to go bad. No, that was good, right? Like I feel like we could interview professionals. I, do you guys think we can interview other people? Yeah, that's something we would like to know. Also, too, on our most recent post, let us know who you would like us to interview or what kind of – questions job question anything that has to do with interviewing like is there a business you want us to interview the owner of is there a type of like a job title that you want to learn more about do you want to learn more about something it could be anything yeah we just you know interviewing one of our hosts who does so many things gives you so much more perspective on who she is as a person and maybe makes you so many fucking things i'm sitting here like all the efforts that she's doing um because she is the she's the goat the mvp that's so nice of you (laughs) this podcast would not be what it is that was fun that was my first ever interview like that really i mean i've been i've been interviewed before but never for like who are you yeah for like oh you're the cheer coach let's interview you yeah it's but like that was just like you're annie like who are you interview who you are as a person it's amazing check that off the freaking checkmate bitch <laughs> check that off the bucket list all right so episode where are we at now six yeah we're we're like we're cruising over through. halfway through the season yeah episode six um you guys just, are gonna meet another special guest another special guest you'll i don't even think you'll be able to guess this one i if you highly guessed, doubt it if you guessed our first um guest interview good for you but i really don't think you're gonna guess this one Honestly, the only way you're going to guess it correctly is if you subscribe and write a review. (laughs) That's the only (laughs) way you're going to guess it right. (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe not so much writing the review, but definitely tuning in. Definitely tune in. Episode 6. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll see you guys over there. (laughs) See you then.